Hello, and welcome to another episode of The Job Pod with Youth Employment Services. My name is Murray Martin, and I'm an employment facilitator with Youth Employment Services. Hello, my name is Alexander, and I'm the Education Coordinator for Youth Employment Services. And today, Alexander and I are going to be talking about structuring your job hunt in the COVID era and beyond. So right now in Manitoba, the youth unemployment rate as of September 2020, that's the most recent one that's been released when we're recording this, is 14.1%. So that means out of everyone between the ages of 15 and 24 who is wanting to be working, there is a whole 14% of those who are not working and are unable to find work. In the overall province, for kind of the whole age range of of unemployment, we are only at 7%, uh, which is still not great. It's still quite high compared to what it was pre-COVID, but we're more than double that for youth unemployment. So it shows you a little bit that we're in a bit of a rough spot as young people when it comes to job hunting right now, which is why we wanted to give you guys a little bit more of kind of a background on what the statistics are right now, what that means for your job hunt, and how to restructure knowing these things. So Alexander's going to give us a little bit more background here now too. So I think one of the difficult things is being unemployed for a long time. And those of you in the statistics that we're reading is 15 to 24. It says that the average time about people being unemployed is 12.7 weeks of being unemployed. That's a long time. So if you're in that range, you're not alone. In fact, I've even met people who have been unemployed for a whole year, and that's even after getting their degree. So you're really not alone if you're unemployed. It's just kind of wild to me, especially in this COVID-19 era, that if I walk down the street, if I see 10 people, chances are at least one of them will be unemployed. That's just people my age. In addition to that, there are a lot of industries that are struggling too, such as hospitality and food, transportation, warehousing and manufacturing. So those are all uh, jobs that are that young people, 15 to 20, that uh, 16 to 29, that we deal with, that we work with. So that's a really tough thing to do. So the question is, how do we uh, structure your job hunt with this, knowing how bad the labor market is? Yeah, so one big thing, and this really ties into the fact that Alexander just mentioned certain industries are struggling, is to broaden your search to ensure you can look at industries that aren't as hard hit by the uncertainty of COVID. So obviously, back in March, everything shut down. Some jobs were able to transfer to working from home, like I know our office went to working from home and only providing virtual services for a few months before we came back to the office. Uh, but we were still able to work, right? So none of us lost our jobs here, yes, because of COVID. And a lot of industries did not have that privilege. So a lot of industries, unfortunately, things like hospitality and food or transportation or warehousing or manufacturing, all of those are jobs that really require someone to physically be there in person. And when we were in fall down lockdown, Obviously, a lot of those jobs then just had to lay people off. And so that's where we saw a lot of the unemployment rates really surge. And the thing is, a lot of those sectors that were hardest hit are sectors that are most predominantly staffed by young people, which is why we're seeing such high unemployment rates with young people right now. And so we're at a point in the pandemic 
in the fall here where there's still obviously still restrictions in place depending on where you live here in Manitoba we've got some, some restrictions we're currently in code orange which means that we've got very limited gathering sizes uh, there's very limited services that are available though a lot has reopened and we have recovered a lot of jobs since March and a few things that you can do to kind of account for that and change your job hunt is by looking at what industries are still hiring people, right? So obviously bars at the moment in Winnipeg aren't really operating. They're likely not going to be hiring anyone at the moment. If anything, they're unfortunately laying people off. However, retail is hiring. We're seeing a lot of retail jobs because they're still allowed to operate at a 50% capacity at the time we're recording this. You know, who knows, that might change. And that's what it all comes down to, right, is the uncertainty of it. So a couple of our tips for restructuring your job hunt to, to account for that uncertainty is try volunteering in a new environment if you want to broaden your skill set. So let's say all of your previous experience is in serving, so in hospitality and in customer service, but you'd like to move to an admin job because you're interested in now working from home because that is something that seems more accessible to you and is safer to you in this uncertain time. And so maybe find some sort of online work from home volunteer position where you get to build that skill set. Another thing that you can do is create a combination resume. So if you currently use a chronological resume that just highlights your different experiences and breaks down the different roles and responsibilities at each job you've been at, look at transferring to a combination resume where you're then able to highlight specific skills such as admin skills or customer service skills so that you can then show an employer that you have transferable skills. So even if all of your previous jobs are working as a server and you want to move to admin, having a resume that highlights what admin skills you have and what customer service skills you have will really help an employer see that even though you haven't been, say, an administrative assistant before, it will show them that you still can be up to the task of this admin assistant job. And so those are a couple of different things you can do just on your own. And Alexander, what are some things you can do with other people? Yes, and this is one of my favorite topics to talk about. It's about the hidden job market. And we've talked about this in a number of episodes before, but I just want to emphasize, and this is not, this, this doesn't apply to what's going on right now in 2020 in this COVID era. This is for life. And I think this is so important. Um, so the hidden job market, again, to review what the hidden job market is, is unadvertised jobs. On average, 85% of jobs are in this hidden job market. So how do you find a job that is not advertised? Well, you go to the employer themselves. And I'll give you a good example. That's how I got my job with Youth Employment Services. I didn't know that they were hiring. So I called them and asked them if they were. And they, they, they were because a lot Youth Employment Services usually hires internally. But when they heard about my experience, they hired me on. It's really important to use the job hidden job market because it also, it's changing up your job search. Instead of waiting for a job to come to you, which can be pretty nerve wracking, looking every day for jobs, said you go to the job itself. It will boost morale with your job hunt. 
And quite frankly, it could also boost the morale of an employer because employers have a difficult time trying to find new people to hire. So if you go to them, it makes their job much easier. It gives you a better chance of getting the job. And again, I have to bring this up almost every time I have a, a podcast, but let's talk about my friend, Julio, Uncle Julio, how he got his job. He got his job with my father many years ago because he did the same technique. My dad wasn't even hiring at the moment, and he showed passion to uh, uh, to be part of that company that my dad was a part of at that time. He showed passion, and that passion really showed, and they made room for him. So sometimes if you go up to a, uh, an organization, you might volunteer there for a while, and it might even actually lead to a job because they'll see your dedication. And, and let's say you volunteer and you don't get a job at the end of it. Well, then you can keep on having interactions with person that you volunteered with. What is that called? That's called networking. Essentially, whenever you connect to employers, whether you're hired or not, that is networking. If you talk with us about employment, technically this is networking. Even though you're not able to talk to us, technically in a way, when you're listening to this podcast, that is a form of networking. It's just something I really, really emphasize to a lot of uh, young people my age and younger, I recommend go out there and talk to employers themselves. And to be honest, it's not the easiest thing to do. It's, it's really difficult to try to go up to an employer out of the blue and say, hey, these are my skills. I really like your company. Do you have room for me in the organization? That's a hard thing. So this is something that takes practice. But I know all of you are capable of doing it. And like Alexander was saying earlier on, it can be very discouraging to have a longer period of unemployment, right? The longer it goes on, the harder it can feel. I know even like, you know, before COVID, when unemployment rates were relatively low, I definitely had periods of time where I was looking for work. And there's a point a couple months in that can feel pretty discouraging. And something that really helped keep me motivated and keep me engaged in the job hunt was having other things going on that I could learn to do. So I was upskilling myself. And that's not something that has to cost money or take a huge amount of your time and energy. There's lots of short-term training options. And this is something that I'm really encouraging a lot of my clients to do these days, especially with the fact that a lot of industries have been hit in ways that we just didn't expect. And so there are now a lot more kind of administrative work from home, remote jobs that require very specific skill sets, such as different admin programs. So having experience using the Microsoft suite and making Excel tables and formatting documents and things like that. And those are skills that you can learn just from doing, or there's lots of free courses online. So there is so, so many websites. There's edX, there's Coursera. And if you honestly just Google like free administrative skill courses, like you'll find so many different types out there online that are for you to use. And those are things you can put on your resume. And those are things that you'll be able to demonstrate to a potential employer that those are skills you have. So Think of that as part of your job hunt. Think of your upskilling as something that you're doing as part of your job hunt. And it helps because then your job hunt isn't just that point where you're scrolling through job boards or you're 
reaching out to people because that can get really tiring if that's all you're doing. And I know I've been talking to clients recently about how there are certain types of jobs that they're interested in. And so we've looked at graphic design courses together. We've looked at coding courses, software development courses. And because young people have been so hard hit by the pandemic in terms of employment, there have been an incredible number of employment initiatives. So free training for young people that is online or sometimes in person, depending on where you are. And there is so much going on that you can access to expand your skill set, expand your network and work on building up your resume to have a competitive edge that's available for young people right now. And so that's something, you know, obviously I'm not going to sit here and go through every single option that's out there, but if that's something that you want to incorporate into your job hunt, I would highly recommend it. And if you want some help narrowing down what it is that you want to be pursuing, you can definitely meet with an employment facilitator here at Yes, either in person or virtually, and we can look at those options together because that's something that I think for me at least, is really, really motivating when I'm job hunting to know that I'm expanding my skill set. And it looks really good to an employer that while you were unemployed, you were still working on improving yourself and improving what you can bring to a team as well. Speaking about getting a certain skill set, you want to be realistic about what you want to do. A lot of times when you're trying to find a job, and I've talked to so many people my age about this, I ask them, what do you want to do? What what are, what are type of jobs are you looking for? And they say, I'm trying to apply for any job, any, any job I can get, I, can, I want to apply for that job. The problem with that is, yes, it sounds on paper, or when you say it in your head, it sounds good. I'm going to apply for every job. Is it possible to apply for every job? No, it's going to be discouraging. So with that said, I think it's very important to try to write down all the skill sets that you have and maybe your values too. having your skill sets and values, write that down. And then you can match up with a specific job that you could see yourself doing. Look up job descriptions. I think that's really important to do. Just look up job descriptions, see, do they match up with what you want to do? Or more specifically, don't think of job descriptions. Again, when I was talking about networking and hit the hidden job market, look at different companies and see what their values are. So not just the job itself, but actually look at the actual company itself. Um, and then you will be able to focus in on certain jobs you get to apply for. And it won't be so daunting to apply for just any job. And just some of our general tips for job hunting. So this is something that is not only going to be helpful right now, but it's just going to be helpful for beyond now, back back if we ever get back to a normal of whatever that looks like for job hunting. And none of these should surprise you if you listen to any of our other episodes. So the first one is always use a cover letter. So People don't really do this. You know, there might be like a hundred applicants to a job on, on an Indeed posting and maybe 15 or 20 of them will write a cover letter. Obviously, the employer is going to look at those ones first because they took the time to say, hey, I'm applying for this job specifically. 
So that's something that doesn't take very long, especially once you've written a few cover letters, you kind of know how to write them, you're more comfortable with it. It can, it can seriously take you only 10, 15 minutes to write a cover letter for a job if you've already applied for jobs in that sector before. And so that's a huge thing to do is always, always, always do that. You also want to make a note of when you applied and when you want to do a follow-up call. So those follow-up calls are just you calling the employer to confirm that they got your application and that you're reminding them that you're serious about applying for this job. Check in, see when they're planning on scheduling interviews. If you're feeling bold, ask for an interview. You know, that that specific piece is only really something that confident people can kind of pull off well. But if you are feeling confident, do it. But don't don't push it if it doesn't feel comfortable for you to do. But definitely always do a follow-up call just to check in and introduce yourself. And especially if you've just applied online, which is going to be kind of often what people are doing these days. And if you get an interview, maybe after that follow-up call, always take the time to do that research. As Alexander says, research, research, research is mm-hmm. so important. So research the company, go back and look at the job posting, make sure you're ready for that interview. After the interview, send a thank you note and just remind them, just a quick highlight reel, say thank you so much for meeting with me. It was so great to discuss X, Y, Z and you know, I hope to hear from you soon. Doesn't have to be long. Really, really important to send those so that they know you're still thinking of them. You haven't just forgotten about it the moment you walked out of that interview. And if you had an interview and you didn't get the job, ask for feedback. Find out how you can improve for the next time. Ask them what they thought you could do to make your application and interview stronger so that next time you apply with them, you might be able to land that job. And this is something we did a whole episode about before, but using those SMART goals. So this kind of comes back into what Alexander was saying with being realistic about what you want to do. So a SMART goal, the, the R in SMART goals is realistic. So it's taking that time to think of something that's specific, measurable, achievable, realistic, and timely. So that's what SMART stands for. And creating a goal for yourself. So that might look like I will network and reach out to three people this week to ask them if they know about any job openings. So that would be a smart goal that you can use. If you want to learn more about that, you can go back and listen to our episode on smart goals. But those are some of our general tips for how you should structure your job hunt kind of with the current labor market and with COVID-19, as well as moving forward from that to ensure that you have a successful job hunt. So today we talked about structuring your job hunt in the COVID-19 era and beyond. We talked a little bit how to structure your job hunt. Uh, we talked about some statistics uh, as of 20, uh, September 2020. We talked about writing your search so you can uh, look at industries that are hit hard by the uncertainty. We talked about networking in the hidden job market. We talked about doing some trainings while you're unemployed being realistic about what you want to do and some other things, for instance, smart goals, making cover letters. You are listening to The Job Pod with Youth Employment Services. And if you'd like to get in touch with one of us today to book an appointment, sign up as a client, you can find us at ysmb.ca. And from there, you can go to our contact us page to get in touch with an employment facilitator today to let us help you in your job hunt.